Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another Average Joe's Media production of the podcast, How Do You Feel About Jesus? And you know, maybe this is no longer a podcast, maybe it's a blog. So I don't know if I'm going to be referred to as a podcast anymore. However, uh, it is excellent, excellent thing uh, that you joined in and, uh, and hopefully you're watching and hopefully you get a little bit out of this. Hopefully I got a little bit out of it while I was preparing for it. Hopefully I prepared well enough to uh, convey the messages as clearly as I need to and uh, as beneficial for you as, as, as possible and as beneficial for me too. Uh, but this is the third installment of the recently revived How Do You Feel About Jesus where we are exclusively going on Facebook Live. And, uh, you know, one of these days I imagine my, uh, my partner in crime, Joe Cook, the average Joe, will... Uh, We'll hop on or potentially take one of these things over, and uh, and we can collaborate a little bit on this. Uh, however, I did uh, I did talk to him and tell him that this was something that I wanted to get going, so um, I want to get back going, and he agreed with me, and he supports everything that uh, that I want to get going here. So I appreciate you, Joe, and uh, and hope to see you on here a little bit uh, one of these one of these different episodes. Uh, the last two episodes, we talked about how Jesus is love and how Jesus is forgiving. And those are the first two characteristics. Um, every now and then, I try to place some importance on those characteristics. And if you really want to think about it, all those characteristics together are equally important. They are all the things that make Jesus what he is. And, uh, and they just, Jesus would not be who he is without all those characteristics um, and so, you know, I really want you to, uh, not necessarily rank these, uh, but you know, there are, there is a potential, uh, arguable quality here today. We're going to be talking about humility and how Jesus is humble. And, you know, you could potentially argue that humility is the most important quality that Jesus has, um, because it is the, in my opinion, it's the thing that you have to do, you have to exhibit in order to show qualities like love and forgiveness uh, it's you have to put others 
above yourself. You have to think less of yourself and think more of others. And uh, or, you know, just just take a step back, be less self-involved, less arrogant, less less me, more you. Um, especially especially if we're talking about your relationship with God or um, you know how you're how you're going about your study of Jesus and and Bible topics and and worship God and you know what even if you're talking about friends uh, if you're not thinking if you're not considering them first uh, before yourself then uh, then you're really kind of losing out on that aspect of humility and potentially uh, you know skirting some of those aspects of love and forgiveness that we talked about before and so today I want to talk about humility and how we can show some humility, how it can kind of manifest itself in our daily life, how Jesus uh, talked about it, how um, ultimately the entire Bible has humility as a theme throughout the Bible, and, uh, and it's one of the most important qualities that you could have in terms of what you do on a daily basis. Do you think of yourself more highly than you should, or do you put others higher than yourself and so ultimately humility is today's topic jesus is a humble man he always has been from the moment uh from the moment we first start reading about him and actually doing something he was talking about him having to be about his father's business and he was 10 years old uh reading teaching talking to the elders of the older men and uh and so he's putting he's putting God above everything else. He's putting his father's business above his own business or his family's business or whatever um, whatever was going on at the time. And so um, we also read uh, about some humility in terms of John the Baptist. Whenever uh, whenever he was trying to pave the way for Jesus, we see him uh, talking about how Jesus has got to increase. And that John said he has to decrease. That's somewhere in uh, John chapter 3. I think it's verse 30. Um, I'm not entirely certain on the exact location of that verse. But uh, but we see a lot of characteristics in humility. And we're going to first talk about, see some of those things in the Old Testament. And, uh, and then look at what Jesus taught. Look at the example Jesus set. And look at what his apostles um, also continue to teach after his death and resurrection. Uh, but just if you think about a couple minor things, a couple small things about humility, putting others in front of yourself, um, the first couple things that kind of come to my mind are, are things we do on a regular basis. We go to the store, we drive, we get in traffic. Um, you know, we have to, you know, we, maybe we're being somewhat defensive in terms of our driving. We're trying not to get in a wreck or we're trying to make sure that that we're not the cause of some kind of accident later down the road. And you know what? Maybe that's true. But whenever you have people on the road and uh, and they're in a hurry, you know what? And every now and then you've been in a hurry too. I've been in a hurry. Everybody in some capacity has been in a hurry. Um, you know, if if you really think about it, not much of us have very far to go. We're going to work on a regular basis. We have 20, 30-minute drive. And if we slow down and let those people cut in front of us, that way it, number one, prevented a wreck. Number two, it showed that you weren't in necessarily that much of a hurry. Or number number three, that you weren't trying to prevent 
somebody from being able to do whatever they felt like they needed to do. You just you pump down the brakes a little bit. You slow down. You let them get in front of you. What's that going to cost you 15 seconds? You're already going to be late in traffic, or you're already going to be pushing the limit if you get in traffic. What's another 15 seconds? And so ultimately, um, I'm not saying that every single person needs to cut in front of you and you need to just be a, a doormat. But what I'm saying is you need to regularly consider the people around you. And so while you're driving in that traffic, let people in front of you with no, with no, uh, with no hassle. One of the things that that does generate, however, it generates some anger in people. You know, people are cutting me off and they're, you know, they're yelling all kinds of obscenities in the car. They're getting out frustration verbally. And, uh, you know, humility basically says I'm not frustrated because someone else cut in front of me. Humility says I don't need to go this fast. They need to get somewhere quicker. And it, it shouldn't bother you. Humility is something that whenever you do stuff like that, number one, people don't know your reaction in the car. And they're not going to. They're not going to be able to say, oh, that guy's really humble. They're not going to know one way or the other. But you know what? You know. It's something that's within you, and it should stay within you. You should not be uh, exclaiming your humility to other people. You should not be saying, oh, look how humble I am, or look how much humility I demonstrate, because then it, beca it turns into pride, and it's ultimately basically an oxymoron. No longer is it humility. It's now arrogance in terms of look at how humble I am and you're now thinking of yourself you're regarding yourself a little higher than you ought to so we're going to talk about uh, how through the Old Testament humility is a dominant theme of how God's people should conduct themselves and so in Proverbs 11 20 uh, 11 verse 2 when pride comes then comes disgrace but with the humble is wisdom Proverbs 18, 12, before destruction, a man's heart is haughty, but humility comes before honor. Proverbs 22, 4, the reward for humility and fear of the Lord is riches and honor and life. Proverbs 29, verse 23, one's pride will bring him low, but he who is lowly in spirit will obtain honor. Lowly in spirit is a... Um, is a synonym or a synonymous phrase with the with the word humility and uh, low in spirit uh, lowly in heart I believe is also another phrase that's used I'm using the English standard version today again I told you guys I'd be using several different versions of the Bible because some of them are maybe a little bit easier to understand for others some are more familiar to others um, there's a huge argument as far as which translation is the most accurate translation, but then you can get into arguments about the canonization and how did some books that appear to be written by disciples or apostles, how did some of them make it into the canon and how did some of them not? That's really not for us to decide because that happened umpteen years ago, and we have to go on faith that what we have is complete. What we have is what generates our belief and our faith in God. And so I'm not going to play favorites on a version of the Bible. I'm not going to only use one version because it potentially alienates someone who likes to use another version. Now, I get that if I only use the English Standard Version here today, which is what I'm doing, that I alienate those who like to use the NIV or the uh, American Standard Version, or the New King James, or the King James. I get that. I understand that. But just understand that I'm not going to limit myself to one version 
all the time. And so this is the third video. This is the third version I've used. And so I'm just going to continue to incorporate different versions of the Bible. There's some that I won't use just because they don't fit my style or my personality. But the ones that I do use, they do they do fit. Uh, some more uh, verses in the Old Testament. We have uh, Micah 6 and verse 8. He has told you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? Psalm 25, 8 and 9, good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners in the way. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way. And 2 Chronicles 7, verse 14, if my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. And so we have humility as kind of a requirement for a lot of, uh, a lot of what God expected of his people and, uh, and pretty much what he expects of us now. I mean, if you believe what the Bible says, then we are... Christians nowadays, people who proclaim to be Christians, who follow God through Christ, are his people, and we should be humble. We should exhibit humility as well. Uh, next thing I wanted to show is that uh, God will humble the proud. So in Daniel 4, verse 37, Nebuchadnezzar, it says, Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and exhort and honor the king of heaven, for all his works are right and his ways are just. And those who rule in pride, he is able to humble. It's kind of small. I may not be able to read that the way it is. Oh, there we go. That works. In 1 Samuel 2, verse 7, the Lord makes poor, makes rich. He brings low and he exalts. Other verses of 1 Samuel 2, verse 7, it's instead of bringing low, it uses the term humbles. Romans 14, verses 11 through 12, for it is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to God. So then each of us will give an account of himself to God. And so that is pretty much telling you, I'm going to make you humble yourself before me, says God. You're going to have to bow your knee, bend your knee and bow to me, and I'm going to show you your place Ultimately, that's what he's telling you. And so God will humble those who are proud. And ultimately, God's trying to tell you, I don't want you to make me humble you. I want you to humble yourself. And you all, uh, you all, sh those of you listening, if you've been to church or church camp, uh, if you know some of those quick and easy songs about humility or humbling yourself, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. I don't necessarily know what verse that is specifically, but I know that that song is based on a verse specifically in the Bible. Next, we have that Jesus and his apostles taught us to be humble. We have in Ephesians 4, verse 2, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love. That context continues, but you also kind of see there the love and humility have a connection there in that you probably can't bear with one another in love unless you have humility. 
1 Peter 3 and verse 8, finally all of you, finally all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. Galatians 5 verse 13, for you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. And so there, that's a concept of humility, serving one another. Um, you can't serve one another unless you have some humility about you. Also in James 3 verse 13, who is wise and understanding among you? By his conduct, let him show his work in the meekness of wisdom. And so we talked about how humility brings forth wisdom. I believe that was in the uh, verses in Proverbs we talked about earlier. Romans 12, verse 16, live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. And so this here we're talking about associate with those who are humble. Make sure that you put yourself in a position to not necessarily be arrogant and haughty, but to where you can find it easy to maintain and or attain humility. And so, um, and you've also you've also heard the phrase "evil companions corrupt good morals." I believe that is a verse as well. Again, I don't know the the scripture specifically. If you find that, but uh, it goes to show that if evil companions corrupt good morals, then good companions solidify or create good morals. And so, if you're hanging out with, if you are associating with humble people then you yourself would experience or feel the ease of exhibiting humility. Next, we have that Jesus tells us and shows us how to be humble like him. In Matthew 11, verse 29 through 30, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek, or I'm gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That verse there's, again, other context, or not other context, but other versions say meek and lowly. Uh, some say gentle and humble in heart. Mark 10, verse 45, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and give his life a ransom for many. There he exhibits his humility. He lowered himself to serve others. I think last time uh, we talked, is either the last time or the time before, I believe it was in the love um, the love video where I talked about how Jesus washed the disciples' feet. Well, he served them out of love, but he had to humble himself. He had to he put himself down on his knees where others were in chairs or, or maybe potentially standing up. He lowered himself to serve his disciples. Also, he lowered himself to bear the sin of us all in order to give his life a ransom for many. Jesus is the embodiment of humility. In John 13, verses 14 through 15, If then, if I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you example that you also should do just as I have done for you. Now, I have exclaimed that that doesn't mean specifically that we got to wash each other's feet. Maybe you can take it that way if you want to. Matter of fact, I heard of a of a wedding not too long ago with the former uh, students at Rowlett High School. They're about 22, 21, 22 right now. 
And at their wedding ceremony, they washed each other's feet. The husband and wife, or the almost announced husband and wife, wife washed each other's feet. And uh, whether it was symbolic, whether it was metaphoric, whether it was deliberate in this is what I'll do for you, you know, they, they took that verse quite literally, and that's okay. It, I'm not saying that you can't take that verse literally. What I'm saying is is that you need to serve one another with needs of one another. So if a if someone who needs their their yard mowed and they don't have a lawnmower or they don't have the money to pay somebody, you should offer to help them. If somebody has some trash that they're taking out and it's a lot of trash, why don't you just go over there and help them out? It has nothing to do specifically with just the washing of the feet. It has to do with lowering yourself and lowering what you think you're worth and raising what you think others are worth. And that's how you exhibit the whole washing of feet that Jesus taught about and Jesus was an example of. Uh, Jesus also taught how to exhibit humility, again, the washing of the feet. But uh, in Mark 9, verse 35, And he sat down and called the twelve, and he said to them, If anyone will be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. And so um, here he tells you that if, if you want to truly, truly humble yourself, if you want to be exalted, you have to exalt others. You have to put others before yourself. You have to do for all what you think should be done for you, ultimately, and that you put yourself last, and then you have the opportunity to be first. Matthew 6, verse 2, Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you, as the hypocrites hypocrite do in the synagogue and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly, I say that they have received their reward. And so here it, it tells you how to exhibit humility. First, lower yourself to put everyone else in front of you. And second, if you do something that is to be humbled or do something that is to serve others, don't ask for praise. Don't go, hey, man, did you, hey, I helped you take out your trash yesterday. Did you see that? Yeah, you saw that? How you feel about me? No, that's asking for praise. That is, that at that point in time, there is no humility there. It's you're, you're getting a verbal, physical reward. Whereas if you truly want to be humble, you are actually trying to attain a, a spiritual reward. Luke 9, verse 48, and he said to them, Whoever receives this child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives him who sent me. For he who is least among you is the one who is great. And then Matthew six sixteen, And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their face, that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. And so here Jesus shows us what we need to do, how we need to conduct ourselves whenever we are acting humbly. We don't need we don't need to be like, look at me, look at what I just did. When you hold the door for somebody, you know, this happens all the time where somebody, let's say somebody older is walking behind you and they're a good 20 feet behind you. It is very, very easy to walk through the door, let the door close behind you, and then you go sit at a table. Let's say we're at a restaurant. You go get your name on the list. 
and you sit down at the table. Well, abs- at, at what point in time is it going to hurt you to hold the door for those people? Older or not doesn't really matter. But let's just say for this, for this example, they're older than you. They then get into the restaurant before you, and their name gets put on the list before you. That means you then put them higher than you. You exalt them a little bit. And now it's just in terms of a restaurant and the list of seating and who gets the table first. Did that really derail your night? Did that really make you more angry? Did that really make uh, whatever plans you had set them off, really? Open that door. Let them come in. And don't don't make your face like one of two things. Don't make your face, oh, poor me. I feel like I have to hold this door. And number two, don't make your face, oh, look at me. I'm holding the door for people. Yeah, come on in. It's all about, you know, it's all about me holding the door for you. No, it shouldn't be like that at all. Greet them with a smile. If they say thank you, you're welcome. Um, if they don't say thank you, don't say you're welcome out of spite. Don't, and I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of somebody taking for granted a good thing that I've done before, and then I've looked at myself like, you're welcome. I hope you enjoyed someone doing something nice for you. And so you, you can't do that. It does not manifest itself in terms of humility. At that point in time, you're then kind of begrudgingly doing something, and, uh, and we're all guilty of it. We're all, we all want things to go right. We all want things to be uh, to be acknowledged. We all want credit for things. But, you know, whenever it comes to humility, it does not matter if credit comes your way. If someone acknowledges it, that's great. But that's not what you should be doing nice things for. That's not what you should be doing those acts of kindness for. It should just be to exalt, to, to raise up somebody else, to make someone else feel more important than you make yourself feel, ultimately. And so um, I found this, I found this, um, whatever you want to call it, this acrostic or, um, I don't really know what they're called, and that's okay, but I found this online, and it's, uh, it, it spells out humility, and I think it's a really good thing for you to think about in terms of humility, and each letter talks about something that humility is, and uh, I think it's very, very beneficial. God, 
And, uh, you know, I don't knock it because it's women. I don't think it doesn't apply to me because I'm a man. It has nothing to do with that. If anything out there draws you closer to God, draws you closer to Jesus, then it's a good thing. And hopefully, uh, hopefully, whenever you see those type of things, you cling to them uh, and you cling to them tight. Uh, I put this picture up here. I saw this one. Humility is not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less uh, by a well-known author, C.S. Lewis. And so, guys, I hope that you enjoyed today's uh, today's characteristic of Jesus. This is how I feel about Jesus. Jesus is humble, and I hope that uh, I hope that you see that in the verses that I put up there on the screen. I hope that you see different ways to exhibit humility in your life on a regular basis. I hope you see things that uh, things that you should do and not, you know, act too. Uh, too haughty or arrogant or think that you deserve things more than what you do because at that point in time humility is no longer what you're doing and humility is not a characteristic that you're exhibiting and so I hope that you enjoyed this uh, I believe we're going to do it we're going to do at least one more of these characteristics maybe two I think I said seven or eight at the beginning of this but uh, we'll just kind of see how that goes because we may be getting into some uh, some topics that we can, um, some topics that we can maybe apply to our lives a little more directly and see how Jesus can work in our lives without, uh, you know, without feeling that we have, uh, you know, struggled to find Jesus or without feeling that, that, um, you know what, maybe, maybe this is something that I needed to hear. So I, I don't know how many more of these characteristics we're going to do. There are several characteristics of Jesus. And, you know, in every one of these videos I'm going to do from now until whenever this thing ends is going to incorporate some characteristic of Jesus. And, uh, and I hope that you see how great of an example he is and how much you need to emulate his example and, uh, and let others see Jesus in you. And so I hope that you got everything that you could have from today's video and I hope you join us every time we go live again. I'm going to try Mondays at six o'clock uh, for the for the entirety of this. There's going to be times wherever either I forget about it, miss it, or a scheduling conflict comes up and that's okay. But uh, I will try to make sure that at least once a week we get some some uh, some how do you feel about Jesus for you. Oh, something went wrong with the stream connection. Um, However, until next time, I am the average Joe Boo, and as I always say on things you think you don't care about, keep it clean. His holy name Sing like now